The following program is being brought to you on the 7th Wave Network. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit 7thWaveNetwork.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. The Summit Lighthouse brings you practical spiritual answers and is the open door to sacred mysteries. These teachings, delivered by Mark and Elizabeth Clare Prophet, are compelling, thought-provoking, and timeless. Here are your hosts, Tom Schumacher and Terry Kennedy. And welcome, everyone. By some divine alchemy or cosmic serendipity, you are tuned to The Open Door, where we publish and practice the teachings of the Ascended Masters and where we invite you to awaken to the light within. I'm Tom Schumacher. And I'm Terry Kennedy. And I'm Sid Bennett. You know, um, today is a landmark of sorts because today we are, we are broadcasting our 144th live program. You guys believe that? Yeah. That's pretty amazing. <laughs> and this number, 144, has very special significance for us and quite possibly for you, too. We've titled today's show, Calling the 144,000, It's Time to Come Home. And it is not a stretch to suggest that the 144,000 we are referring to just might include you. And to acknowledge and commemorate the 144,000 and explain who they are and what they chose to do on our behalf, we have prepared a brief retelling of their story, which we will play for you in just a few moments. First, though, any opening thoughts, gentlemen? You know, I think, Tom, we all are, most Christians, of course, are familiar with the book of Revelation and the 144,000 that are mentioned there. Yes. And, of course, it's always... You know, is that an actual number? Is it a symbolic number? What does it mean? And and you can go to any Christian bookstore and the interpretations of the book of Revelation, I mean, are legion, so to say. <laughs> and it's very interesting. And sometime perhaps we should we should play some of the Ascended Masters uh, interpretation of, of that book. But the 144,000 is a number that has interested and fascinated people. Where did it come from? Mm-hmm. What does it mean? And And, you know, how do you interpret that? Is it symbolic? Or as we'll learn, it's an actual number. An actual number, and as you said, is a number that has fascinated us for a long time. I think, Terry, before the show, you were talking about the significance of the 12 and the 12 times 12, and it shows up all over the place. Yeah, 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 and the 12 on a, on a clock. And, yeah. you, know, you know, I was just thinking, whenever I test out a brand-new calculator or something like that, I always multiply 12 times 12. <laughs> Wasn't that funny? It just came to me. You know, you mentioned also, Sid, that um, the book of Revelation is something that we might use as a topic for a future show. It's kind of heavy going, but you know, it might be something worth. Well, you know, I remember when, when I heard that. The, yeah, just the, kind of take it a piece at a time. Yeah, you know? oh, yeah interpretation of it. It was so different <laughs> and so profound compared to the worldly interpretation. And God bless everybody, Sartre's trying to figure it out. But it does have such a powerful meaning. And of course, the fact that uh, you know Jesus said, "Anybody that changes these words uh, is going to be cursed. You know, it's going <laughs> to be in trouble." And so you can see how powerful it is, how important it is to us in terms of our story as a soul evolving and returning home to God. And I'm excited as we get into the program today that we can tell people what this means and how it relates to them personally. I agree. And going back once more to that um, series of lectures on Revelation, I think that um, Mrs. Prophet actually takes each verse and takes each line of the clock and goes around 12 times. I think it goes... 
whatever that would be. Sure. Are there 144 verses in Revelation, do you know? Is no, this? I think there's, there's a different number than that. But, uh, you know, again, there's so many different levels of meanings. And mm-hmm. a minute ago I said the 144,000 is an actual number and represents that many souls, which is true, but it also has a symbolic meaning too. So you can see how deep you can get into these things. And um, even on the surface of this understanding will really change how you view yourself your path, and the future of planet Earth. Yeah, and as we set up the show today, you know, we, we mentioned the fact that this is a number that might have special significance for you who are listening. Um, we say it all the time. There are no accidents. Uh, you're here for a reason. You're here for an opportunity, perhaps. And this particular story may be the story of your soul. I mean, it's uh, something that has gone back, as we'll learn, quite a long time. This is not an event that was in modern history by any stretch. And um, those of you who may be feeling a little echo, a little heart tug, a little, you know, that little tickle of memory. Yeah, yeah, this, ring, rings a bell of yeah, some please sort. Please pay attention. Know. This may be talking yeah, and to I hope you. At, at, later on in the show, I'd like to tell the story, if I may, about what happened to me when I heard this teaching. Oh, absolutely. I think we probably all had some of this, you know, those heart connections again. Yeah. This is, again, no accidents. Yeah. And, and you know what occurred to me is if Jesus relayed that anybody that changes these words, their name would be stricken from the book of life. He must have known that prior to Revelation, people were changing things. Otherwise, he wouldn't have said that. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. Well, we have Theodore and Justinian, of course, you know, changing a lot of basic tenets of the Christian faith. Yeah. You know, like karma and reincarnation suddenly disappeared. Yeah. Well, in any event, uh, before we go any further, uh, why don't we listen to this um, special story, this special retelling of the story now. So if you're ready in the other engineering side, uh, why don't we play that? Long, long ago, the people of Earth had sunk to a depth of darkness so great, there seemed no hope left or possibility for redemption. We had forgotten who we were or where we had come from. Our I Am Presence and Christ selves were distant memories, if they were remembered at all. It was the most desperate hour in Earth's history. The Elohim, the Builders of Form, and the Cosmic Council of Spiritual Overseers for Earth and her evolutions saw that there was no one left who acknowledged or kept the threefold flame within the heart. Instead, Earth had reached such a level of barbarism and density that it seemed we could go no lower. And to dispel this darkness, only one solution seemed possible the earth would be destroyed. In the blink of an eye, our planet would cease to be. But a heartbeat before that unthinkable moment arrived, one great being stepped forward to stay this drastic and irreversible action and offer mankind one last chance. He was Sanat Kumara. In an act of incredible heroic self-sacrifice, Sanat Kumara chose to voluntarily leave his home on Venus and journey to Earth to keep the flame of Christ consciousness alive for Earth and her evolutions until mankind would choose once again to take up the torch themselves. And when Sanat Kumara came, he did not come alone. With him came 144,000 kindred souls who pledged to hold the balance on our planet during those dark days so that our souls might have opportunity 
for awakening and redemption. Though they came willingly, they could not know how long it would take for their pledge to be fulfilled. As mankind began anew to honor the flame of life, the darkness slowly lifted. As days became years, then millennia, then eons, Sanat Kamara and the 144,000 kept on, and Earth and her evolutions survived. Yes, this may sound like a fairy tale, but there are some of you right now who, hearing this story, feel the echoes of recognition stirring within your hearts. You see, the 144,000 are still with us, and it's time for them at last to return home. Could you be one of the original 144,000? This is a very real possibility. The fact that you are hearing this right now, and perhaps feeling the tug of a powerful and compelling memory, is an indication that this is the call your soul has been waiting a long time to hear. If these echoes feel familiar, what should you do next? You can begin by aligning yourself with the Ascended Masters and their practical and priceless teachings. You might consider becoming a Keeper of the Flame. Whatever you choose, know this. The Ascended Masters are the guides and mentors we need to point the way home to the heart of God. They've been where we are. They know what we're going through. There's nothing they haven't seen or done, which makes them our perfect teachers. Their wisdom and practical tools are a priceless gift to every soul that chooses to follow the path of the ascension and reunite with the one true source of all light and life. This is the path and the ultimate opportunity Sanat Kumara and the 144,000 came to preserve for us. Now we must ensure that they are not forgotten and that their sacrifice was not in vain. So it is our goal to find the remnant of the 144,000. Therefore, we are calling. Are you ready to answer? And while you're thinking about that, think about this. Though the earth is no longer a heartbeat from oblivion, the battle to save her is far from over. The great darkness that Sanat Kumara encountered more than two million years ago may have been eclipsed by the light for a time, but vestiges of that darkness continue to fester, the fallen ones continue to plot and plan, and ancient karmas remain unbalanced. Now, by his great selfless sacrifice and the sacrifice of those who came with him, Sanat Kumara has given us this grand opportunity to continue the fight to ensure the ultimate victory for the light and for life. And so we take up the torch to spread the word and hold the balance. It is our Dharma. And embracing this mighty work is our way of saying thank you to Sanat Kamara. And perhaps, just perhaps, a way of saying thank you to you.
Well, there you have it. Thank you, Terry, for that wonderful read. Oh, you're welcome. Thank you for the uh, for the copywriting. As, as <laughs> you're say. very welcome. <laughs> well, I think on that note, we'll let you kind of be with that uh, vibration for a few minutes while we take a short break. We will be back in about two minutes. Please stay with us. The Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Seek greater awareness. Those seeking a higher spiritual path question everything. It is the nature of a spiritual seeker. They look deeply at all world religions and know that there are nuggets of truth within them all. The Summit Lighthouse is a deep repository of spiritual wisdom delivered by the Ascended Masters through their messengers Mark and Elizabeth Clare Prophet. For over 50 years, we have brought seekers worldwide liberating teachings that include the violet flame, the creative power of sound, and a deep personal connection to the Masters of Light. The goal of our show is to bring you timely spiritual teachings that are practical and liberating. For a free download of one of our most popular books, go to www.summitlighthouse.org forward slash radio downloads. At the Summit Lighthouse, our goal is to help you awaken to the light within and discover your real self. Today, thousands of spiritual seekers all around the world are using the universal teachings of the Ascended Masters to make their higher selves a permanent part of their reality. And you can too. The Ascended Masters are the saints and sages of East and West from all major religions and spiritual paths. They have walked where you walk and understand the challenges you face. And their teachings are always practical. By applying the science of the spoken word through verbal prayers called decrees, the masters teach us how to harness the healing power of the violet flame and other spiritual energies to transform our lives and our world. On The Open Door, it is our goal and great joy to bring you Ascended Master teachings that you can apply in your life right now. To learn more about the Summit Lighthouse and the teachings of the Ascended Masters, visit us today at tsl.org and discover how you can awaken to the light within. It's what you're here to do. Remember, tsl.org. This is the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Listening to The Open Door, brought to you by the Summit Lighthouse. Please send your comments or questions to webradio at tsl.org. Now, back to our show. And we are back. Thanks for staying with us. Today we're talking about the 144,000 and the call to their hearts to come home that uh, we just heard this. Uh, if you were with us the first segment, we heard the story of Sana Kamara and his companions. Um, and they're still out there. They are. And, you know, I, I think we should mention at this point, too, if you're not familiar with the name Sana Kamara, it is part of the Hindu tradition. Mm-hmm. Sana Kamara is one of the holy Kumaras. And, of course, in, in the Bible, Sana Kamara is referred to as the Ancient of Days. Oh, yes. Thank you. And, and so, and I also want to say here, if you're not used to the concept of hierarchy in a spiritual sense, it is not saying Sana Kamara is more important than God. He, he occupies a position in the spiritual hierarchy 
where he has manifested so much of the God flame that he is certainly like uh, almost a god to this this part of the world, so to speak. Sure, I mean, yeah. And he was, you know, responsible for planet Earth. When he came here, he took that that upon himself, and so he was the hierarch, if you will, for planet Earth. So he is a being of great attainment. And given that he has that high attainment, it was um, perhaps, an, as we said in that story, heroic self-sacrifice to come to Earth to stave off the destruction of the planet. Well, I, I think it illustrates that, you know, um, once a planet or a person no longer embodies light and has rejected it completely, there's no reason for it to continue to exist. In other words, it, and I think that's what happened to planet Earth. You know, how did we get to the level of the caveman? In fact, there wasn't even physical fire that people used. That's how low the planet had gone when mm-hmm. Sana Kamara came. So he had many reasons for coming, not just the love of his heart, but interesting enough, Earth had such a, a, a future, a, such a powerful future and such a wonderful future that would be lost. That's, what, that's one of the reasons he came. And I think I'll interject here, if I may, Tom, as well, in terms mm-hmm. of we say Sana Kamara came from Venus and people, I know. <laughs> a few raised eyebrows and thought that. But uh, <laughs> what, the, the civilization on Venus is not at the physical level. It's in the etheric level, yeah. yeah. I mean, if you went to Venus today in the physical level, it's got gases and winds and all that kind of stuff. <laughs> but like everything else, there are different levels of vibration. And there is an, a, a, essentially a golden age civilization on the planet Venus now in, in the, at the etheric level. So it's mm-hmm. a much higher vibration than, than the physical one. So we don't want to confuse you by, by thinking that there, there's all these people living on Venus at, the, at this vibrational level. You know, which brings up yeah. um, a, a reference, you know, we're going to this direction, but I think we can say that one of our more popular books is The Masters and Their Retreats. And if you want to look that up, Amazon, of course, has it. Our bookstore has it here. If you go to tsl.org slash bookstore, but the Masters and their Retreats is a wonderful compendium for finding out who the Masters are and where their etheric retreats actually exist, including all those that, that um, are dotting the etheric above the planet and, and, and Earth. And what their role is yeah. uh, in a spiritual sense. And, and one thing you learn is you start to study the teachings of Ascended Masters. God is so well organized. <laughs> yes. And, you know, everybody has a role to fulfill. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's very exciting. You know, it's not sitting around and playing harps. Uh, it's you've got a job to do, you've got a mission, you've got a purpose. Um, you have to use every erg of God, the energy God has given you, even as an ascended master, to fulfill those purposes. So it's very exciting. Well, and, and these purposes are part of what we're talking about here in terms of the opportunity that Sana Komara preserved for the planet. I mean, the opportunity to go to the higher levels, to go into hierarchy at a higher level, to graduate, to ascend into the etheric level where your immortality is assured, and then you continue to transcend, you continue to grow. It's not like the end of the story. Right. You know, so that's what he came to preserve for those souls of light who are now here, thankfully to his sacrifice, to have the opportunity yeah, to be he held the balance for them when they couldn't hold it for themselves. Yeah. And. It, should we talk about the 144,000 now? Yeah, yeah let's and, talk or, about that. Or, or, or I'm thinking, people, are might, people might be thinking, okay, well, when he came here, did he come all by himself? Did he come with 144 surveyors? <laughs> yeah, right. uh, did he come with all 144,000? What was the, uh, kind of, what was the timeline there? What, uh, the chronology well, I think what of happened that, was, uh, Sana Kamara was the, the, hierarch or the ruler, spiritual ruler of Venus at that time. Okay. And when he volunteered to come, and because he was such a being of great attainment that the cosmic councils, you know, they listened. In other words, mm-hmm. it wasn't just anybody coming to them, it was Sanat Kamara. And that's, I think, the reason they granted the dispensation is because he was a being of such great light. Well, when he announced to the people of Venus that he was leaving, uh, there was great um, 
sadness, if you will, that he was going to be departing for them, and of course he didn't know how long. And so there was, in fact, Sana Kamara has, has told us the story of what happened. There was a mass gathering as he announced this, and 144,000 souls said, we will not allow you to go alone. Mm-hmm. We will come with you and help the people of planet Earth. And Sana Kamara, you know, accepted the fact that they would come, but he said, I knew in my heart how hard it was going to be, and I don't think you really did. And so, but the love was so great that he had to accept the offering. So, we'll say long story short, but what happened was we came to Earth with Sana Kamara, and we took physical embodiment. And the reason we did that, well, we'll go and teach them. We'll show them things. We'll be the examples. We'll lead them. Yeah, and right. so we took physical embodiment, and over time, <coughs> we forgot who we were, and we started to make karma. And so when you start to make karma on a planet, you're tied to that planet. And so we've been here for a very long time, and most of us, certainly in an outer way, have forgotten why we came here and what our mission was. So, so this darkness was the lowest point of devolution, so to speak, from the golden ages of the first, second, and third root races and, and, the, and the, the better times of Lemuria, Lemuria so to speak, right? And then, and then things began to darken. Well, this is pre-Lemuria. Got, this is... You know, this is this is pre-Lemuria. Oh, that's true. Back yeah, much yeah, further yeah. Oh, okay, than that. Okay. But I think the point you're making, Terry, which is a very valid one, no matter how high you are on yeah. a planet, you can still go down. Right. You know, because free will reigns supreme. So I think it's important to understand the history of planet Earth, because otherwise, how can you make sense of it? There are so many different evolutions on this planet, because what's happened, not only did you have the people back then that had gone down to that lowest level, but there's been many evolutions that have come to planet Earth, some invited and some uninvited, I might add. Mm-hmm. And so we've got quite a mixture on this planet. And it's very easy for the sons and daughters of God to forget who they are. And, and I would add here, you know, the 144,000 is a unique story of a group of souls. And obviously, if you're one of those 144,000, it has great relevance to you. But that doesn't exclude other people. Uh, in other words, you know, the oh, yeah. path homeward is for every person on this right. planet, not just 144,000. So whether we're part of that or we weren't part of it, you know, this is still the path we walk and, and we follow. But I think what the, the thing to understand about 144,000 is because of their great sacrifice in coming to the planet Earth, there, of course, is great concern that they find out who they are and how to get home again. Mm-hmm. It's almost unimaginable to think of how many lifetimes they have endured. You know, the cycles of reincarnation being what they are, that we're talking the tens of thousands. You know, yeah. it's, it's just amazing to think about that and still have a memory in your soul that will tug, that you recognize this. Not everybody, but there are some who do. Well, I'll just tell you, if I may, it might be time to tell the story I had many years ago when I was brand new to the teachings of the Ascended Masters. And most of these teachers came about in 1979. Mm-hmm, yeah. and, and during that time, uh, there was a dictation by Sana Kamar where he spoke to us through Mrs. Prophet. And he talked about the 144,000. Of course, I, you know, what did I know, you know, <laughs> who they were and so forth. But anyway, he talked about them coming to Earth and what has happened to them all this long period of time. And he made reference to the fact that, you know, at last we had found, you know, the point where we have the truth of who we are and what our mission and so forth. And he paused for a minute and he said, welcome home. Mm-hmm. And I got to tell you, I lost it at that point. There was yeah. some soul memory that stirred within me that how long this journey has been we've been on. Indeed. And, and to finally reach the point now where we not only can we understand the truth, but we've given the tools to, to balance our karma, to make things right with the violet flame, 
and the other teachings that the masters have given us so that we can complete our mission and either return to our home on the etheric Venus or wherever else God wants us to go. But if we take this knowledge, we can fulfill our purpose and free ourselves from from what has kept us here for so long. You know, you remind me, one of the first conferences I came to here, there was a decree done. We don't do it often. I don't remember the number. Perhaps you'll know it. But one of the lines is, Oh, my father, oh, my mother, I am coming home. Oh, yes. I lost it. And I knew there was something there that I couldn't quite understand until I heard this story. Then I kind of put that together. And like you said um, a moment ago, this doesn't mean that there's only 144,000 light bearers out there by any stretch. This is an opportunity, as you expressed, that everybody has the opportunity to choose. Um, but this particular group of souls is one where you know when you, when you come in touch with that energy, you know there's a familiarity. There's something there that you recognize, even though it's been how, how, how many eons. Yeah, yeah. You know, this is amazing. So it stirs something very deep within us. And even if, if we aren't part of the 144,000, we're still going home. Because, you know, this is a temporary sojourn on oh. planet Earth. But some of us have made it much longer than we were supposed to. But, you know, our goal is to go home. And, I, you know, I don't want to spend another... <laughs> 10,000 or 100,000 years on this planet. I just, you know, it's time to move on. And it's time to be free of this continual, you know, rebirth of he said, she said, karma, balancing karma, on and on and on. You know, it's time for the victory. Do you remember recently we were talking about um, the the time is shortened for the elect? Yeah. And what Mrs. Prophet said is made a point of saying, yeah, you're really late. You, you know, this is supposed to have happened at the at the beginning of the age of Pisces. This is where you're. This is when the the golden age was about to begin in earnest. But we kind of procrastinated a little bit. You know, and that's the that's the tendency. And when you've been here so long, and you've forgotten who you are and your purpose and your mission, it's very easy to be to procrastinate, and you get caught up in the things of the world. But I can tell you, the masters have told us, we have done everything there is to be, on this, to be done on this planet, good and bad, and over and over and over again. So there's not, you know, other than balancing our karma and helping other people, there's not a lot of point to keep going on and on, because there isn't a lot of time for people. Yep. I mean, you know, it's like planet Earth was going to be destroyed because people had so rejected the light. So, you know, this is the day of salvation. This is the acceptable day of salvation in the sense that we're going to self-elevate by accepting the tools the masters have given us, by saying, God, by thy grace, I am coming home. I'm taking accountability for my karma, my mistakes, my errors. I'm going to balance those with your help. I'm going to do what I can to complete what we came here for, which was to bring a golden age civilization to this planet. And it begins with the recognition of that light within. I am presence, your holy Christ self. That's the linchpin. That's the starting point. That's where you started, and that's where you will end up. God in you is worthy yeah. of walking this path and becoming one with him. And, you know, I, I'm just thinking uh, a little bit later, we, we can mention this book, but there's probably some of the listeners who are thinking, where can I read about this story in more detail? And so these will be in dictations, uh, which might be a little heavier than light reading. <laughs> they are a little bit. <laughs> but uh, we, we'll tell you about that a little bit later. Well, sure. Well, actually, you can mention the title now in case okay, anybody. The title is The Opening of the Seventh Seal, mm-hmm. Sana Kamara, on the Path of the Ruby Ray. Yes. So, now, I'm speaking of that before we go to break, that's another topic altogether. But the Ruby Ray is what he basically demonstrated selfless sacrifice, service, and surrender. Yes. <laughs> I mean, it doesn't get any more pure than that. No, indeed. <laughs> well, at any rate, let's, let's take a break. 
And we'll come back. We'll talk more about the 144,000. We'll talk a bit more about the Sana Kamara and his, his heroic act and other topics as well. Please stay with us. Invite meaning and inspiration to your life. This is the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Right now, all over the world, Warriors of Light are working tirelessly to defend your soul's opportunity to achieve oneness with God. These spiritual warriors are keepers of the flame, and though few, the power they wield is greater than all of the weapons made by man. Founded by St. Germain in 1961, Keepers of the Flame is a non-denominational fraternity in the tradition of ancient spiritual orders. When you join, you'll receive a series of lessons that will introduce you to a vast and dynamic spiritual world. See for yourself. Access Lesson 1 right now, completely free, no login required. Simply go to tsl.org slash keepers, and in seconds you could be exploring a whole new world of practical Ascended Master teachings. Lessons are printed or available online for any time, anywhere access, and anyone can join. Discover your real self and explore your full spiritual potential. Become a Keeper of the Flame today and awaken to the light within. Please visit tsl.org slash keepers and prepare to accelerate. Those seeking a higher spiritual path question everything. It is the nature of a spiritual seeker. They look deeply at all world religions and know that there are nuggets of truth within them all. The Summit Lighthouse is a deep repository of spiritual wisdom delivered by the Ascended Masters through their messengers Mark and Elizabeth Clare Prophet. For over 50 years, we have brought seekers worldwide liberating teachings that include the violet flame, the creative power of sound, and a deep personal connection to the masters of light. The goal of our show is to bring you timely spiritual teachings that are practical and liberating. For a free download of one of our most popular books, go to www.summitlighthouse.org forward slash radio downloads. This is the 7th Wave Channel on the Voice America Network. You are listening to The Open Door, brought to you by the Summit Lighthouse. Please send your comments or questions to webradio at tsl.org. Now, back to our show. And welcome back, everyone. You have joined The Open Door. And with me is... uh, Terry and Sid. I'm Tom. We're talking about Sana Kumara and the 144,000. And one of the things that has been um, told and retold in this story is that Sana Kumara recognized the potential of Earth to become Freedom Star. So we have two questions, really. One is, what does that mean to become Freedom Star? If, in fact, it is our destiny, what is opposing it? Mm. <laughs> or who? Who's opposing it? I guess. You, you know, we, we try and plan ahead. Um, you know, what am I going to do tomorrow? What am I going to do next week? And so forth. You know, God has a little broader uh, perspective on things. I mean, he thinks millions of years in advance. And, you know, I, 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 my understanding is that when Sana Kamara volunteered to come to Earth, and I need to make it clear, this was a sacrifice. Oh, yeah. Right? 
I mean, a huge sacrifice to him live and take the burden and the weight. In other words, it wasn't just coming and setting up shop. It, when you hold a balance for a person or a civilization, you bear the weight of that misqualified energy. And so that's why it was an incredibly difficult thing to do because of all the darkness on planet Earth. But Sana Kamara could see the potential in the future for planet Earth. And it, it was God's plan that we become Freedom Star. And it was almost like he couldn't bear to see God's plan mm-hmm. be, be stopped and blocked. And so that's one of the reasons he came. And then when we came with him, obviously that was to support him. And we made a sacrifice if we're one of the ones that came with him to leave our place. And, and you know, we may have been ascended masters by now on Venus if we'd have stayed there. So you can see what, love, what true sacrifice is and doing. But anyway, planet Earth, because of its future, is, is destined to be freedom star, is a pivotal planet in the battle of Armageddon, we've been taught. In other words, as planet Earth goes, so goes the solar system, so is the sector of this galaxy, and you go right now. So it's, it's the crossroads, not only of evolutions, but it's a crossroads of the battle of Armageddon. And this is why it's a tough schoolroom. <laughs> <laughs> doesn't come much tougher than this. No, I think we all agree on there's that. A, there's a, and there's a scene in Star Wars, that bar, where there's all these, all these horrible evolutions. So, you know... Um, you know, I saw a bumper stick the other day. I said, God loves everyone, no exceptions. Well, I can understand that, you know, God loves everybody. But what people don't understand is there are so many different evolutions on planet Earth. There's 144,000. There's the people, the souls that were born and destined to evolve here and grow and have been here a while. Mm-hmm. And then, unfortunately, there's, there's, there's individuals that have come here, some invited, some uninvited, who are not of the light. Or taking the stand for the darkness to wit the fallen angels. Yes. Mm-hmm. Who have taken we've made many shows about this. They've taken physical embodiment. They, of course, know their time is short and they want to prolong that time. How do they do it? By having Earth go into the darkness and not becoming a, the, the freedom star, because when that does, there's such a great release of light that the darkness is thwarted and their short time becomes even shorter. And they're very accelerated right now. I mean they're de- destroying reading, writing, and arithmetic. You know, you can if you can take out an evolution or a, a, a generation, I should say. You know, within a hundred years, you could lose a planet. Yeah. Within fifty. Yeah. Yeah. You know, we've talked about this before. This um, the mystery school, Maitreya's mystery school, is only a, an infant, fifty-six years old if you count from nineteen fifty-eight. But we've learned that over the course of time, mystery schools typically seldom get beyond fifty years. The opposition is so great, and the what takes takes 50 years to build can take five weeks to, to bring it down. Yeah. If I, think, I think what this, what this says, there's, there's, yes, there's the 144,000. It's time to come home to balance our karma, to fulfill our mission. But there's more going on here. It's the victory of planet Earth, which is the reason we came, or the 144,000 came, not only for the, the people on Earth, but for you know, great vast parts of the cosmos, the physical cosmos, so to speak. So uh, it's kind of intense when you think about it. So what do we do? You know, watch, you know, Sunday afternoon football or Monday night football, which I do, I have to admit. <laughs> but the rest of the time, God we, bless you. You know, we want to be engaged. Right. Become engaged on your spiritual path. Well, I mean, what do I do? How can I make a difference in, you know, the battle of Armageddon? Well, you make a difference by drawing forth more light in your heart, holding it in harmony, balancing your karma, Reducing that weight not only on yourself and your family, but on the planet. Using the violet flame to reduce the karmic weight on planet Earth, which we can do. And if enough of us do that, we are drawing forth light, and light displaces the darkness. And all we need on planet Earth is more light than darkness to tip the scales Mm -hmm. for the Earth to go into a golden age. Mm 
So that may sound simplistic, but all we have to remember is it begins with me. What I do matters in my day-to-day life. God can take care of the big picture if I take care of the microcosm of who I am. So it's not only going home to God, which is our path, which is our mission, which is time to do, but it's also saving opportunity, even as Sana Kamara brought opportunity for the people of Earth. We need to make sure there's continued opportunity that Earth remains a place where souls can evolve and grow and win their ascension. And it looks kind of bleak right now, obviously, but, you know, that can be deceiving because it can change in the twinkle of an eye if enough of us invoke that light. And what I, you know, I've said this before, but what I love about it, what is enlightened self-interest for ourselves is also doing God's work for this planet. And if it wasn't for mercy and grace, the three of us wouldn't be sitting here today. I can tell you that right now. True. With our karma and everything. And so we know that we want to do our part to bring this illumination and understanding of who you are, whether you're one of the 144,000 or you're just, you know, not just, but a soul of light that was born on this planet, evolving on this planet, but has the same potential as the 144,000 or as Jesus or Gautama Buddha. Know who we are. Know we have a purpose, a mission, and we have the potential if we choose to become all of this. Mm-hmm. And don't believe the lie that is projected that you're just of all pond scum. Oh, well, there we have accountability, certainly, and I think that free will is at the basis of everything that we have experienced. We've chosen. Even the earth, when it went down to the, the, the very depths of that darkness, it was free will that led there, and it's yeah. free will that will give us the opportunity to choose again. And it's free will that will save this planet and will win you know, the physical battle of Armageddon. Well, God's going to be the ultimate winner, but what we need to win is continued opportunity for souls, or perhaps this isn't their lifetime for their ascension. They're, you know, there are new souls being born, and, and so you know, they have to go through their cycle. So they're not ready for their ascension, but some of us old souls, <laughs> it is our time. And we, you know, we got a fish or cut bait is kind of what it comes down to. <laughs> well, I think that you know, we suggested in the story that you, we align ourselves with the teachings of the Ascended Masters, not because they're different in any respect. These are the basic building blocks teachings of the great religions East and West. There's nothing unusual about them. They're practical. They're available. You can align yourself with them at any level right now, but basically choose as we say, to awaken to the light within. You know, you know what I love, is, and you hear this so often when people read these teachings, it may be a new teaching that they're learning, but they say, you know, at some level I really knew this because yeah. I recognize it as true. Even though my outer mind didn't know it, perhaps, in this embodiment, I recognize it as true. So if you, if, if you study the teachings of Senate Masters, you know, pick up a book, go to our website, whatever it is, you know, test the vibration, test your reaction to it. Not, you know, some ideas may be different from what you were taught, in catechism, but, you know, how do well, they ring true? And, well, you, and, and you can always place your beliefs that you believe today on a shelf to, to retrieve at any time your, if you want your, them back. It's your choice. Give, give, it a, give it a try and keep that stuff handy in case you need it. Well, I think we have over, uh, over 100 titles that you could read if you wanted to. We've got multimedia products. We've got uh, online pearls, which are beautiful dictations, which are available to you for free. Uh, we've got the Keepers of the, lesson, uh, Keepers of the Flame lessons. Again, you can... Look at one of those for free. Go to TSL.org and just put in the search bar online pearls or keepers of the flame lessons. These are tried and true pathways for you to pick up the knowledge that you may need or to be reminded of that will get you home. And I think we have to be careful. Well, you know, I'm going to do this myself, you know, 
Well, <laughs> folks, look around. We're still here. So maybe we <laughs> yeah. were going to do it ourselves, but every ascended master had to have help to get where he's going. Um, I mean, Mark Prophet said, if it wasn't for Mother Mary, he never could have made his ascension in yep. this life. Right. So this is a soul of great attainment. So we need help. We need guides. We need mentors. We need teachers. We've got to do it ourselves, but we need the understanding and the wisdom to put these tools into use so that we can do what we need to do. And, and we're not worthless sinners. We're not victims. We have, we have the, the opportunity right now to be accountable. You know, I mean, we've sinned, but we're not sinners. Yeah. And you know, uh, a little earlier when you were saying that, that people can start with themselves, I was thinking some, a real simple way to start out is to just uh, do a rosary every day for the unborn. Oh, yeah. That's I mean, a great thing to do. Just, just that in itself yeah. is a start. See, you remember the show we did just a couple weeks ago on mantras where we said, I am a being of light of fire. I am the purity God desires. Yeah. As simple as that is, try that for 10 minutes. Yeah. And if that's not enough, say... Your your family member, my wife is of being a violet fire, you know, using names. But yeah, this your city, town, your city, your planet, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. On and on. The violet flame is a potent and powerful tool that you have at your disposal right now. You're not a victim. You can choose to use this. The opportunity is right in front of you. Yeah, you can start with something. And because we make karma every day, because God gives us energy, it's just the way life is, you know, why not bank a little good karma in there yeah, no, by invoking the light? by transmitting your own karma and helping others. You know, what a joy when you lay down your head at night to know, you know, along with the, the mundane things I've done today, I mowed the lawn yesterday, you know, <laughs> I've got to be done, but it's not a great, you know, accomplishment at some levels. You know, I've done something for God. I've done something for myself, for my family. I've acknowledged and recognized that I am a soul of light, that I have a purpose. I have a path that I can walk. I'm going home. God loves me with an intense, powerful love. But if I don't make the choice because of free will, that love is going to be to not in some ways because I haven't availed myself of it. I haven't opened myself. I haven't gone through, if you will, the open door. Well, you know, and and you can start right where you are by simply being good, being graceful, being grateful. You know, the three G's. I mean, that's a great way to live your life. Be graceful, be grateful. And be good. Yeah. It is, Tom, but that's <laughs> just the first step. That's what I'm saying. That's the place to start. Yeah, because there's an equation here, and it's the equation of balancing our karma. We've, as we've shared before, it takes 51% of our karma and the fulfillment of our divine plan to make our ascension. So, um, you know, we, some of us have a lot of karma, and so we need the violet flame to accelerate that process. Um, just doing good works, as wonderful as it is, may not be enough for a lot of people. So I think what we're, we're kind of trying to, to share here with you is who you are, whether you're 100, one of the 144,000 or just a soul of light. There's a, there's a way home. We're being called home, but we got to do the, what we got to do to get there. It's not going to happen automatically. And, nope. you, and you know, I was just thinking, we call ourselves the Western Shambhala, and the Eastern Shambhala is where Sanat Kamara came to begin with, which was uh, where... They came with, uh, I mean, it doesn't exist on the planet anymore. It was over the Gobi Desert is where it was. Okay. Set up as a theric retreat. Yeah. And Gautama Buddha was one of the, he, wasn't he the first one that came forward? He was the and, first one that responded. When, yeah. when Sanat Kamara was yeah. telling the evolutions of, of the planet, he, he mm-hmm. came forward and said, you can't go alone. And, and Jesus and, <laughs> and all the, you know, the great souls, uh, you know, many of them did come with well, 144,000. Well, I think that's a good topic to kind of... Uh, Put on the shelf for a moment while we take a break. Okay. <laughs> so we are talking about Sana Kamara and the 144,000. We have another whole segment on this topic, so please stay with us. We'll be back in a couple of minutes.
the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Be extraordinary. Be the change. Those seeking a higher spiritual path question everything. It is the nature of a spiritual seeker. They look deeply at all world religions and know that there are nuggets of truth within them all. The Summit Lighthouse is a deep repository of spiritual wisdom delivered by the Ascended Masters through their messengers Mark and Elizabeth Clare Prophet. For over 50 years, we have brought seekers worldwide liberating teachings that include the violet flame, the creative power of sound, and a deep personal connection to the Masters of Light. The goal of our show is to bring you timely spiritual teachings that are practical and liberating. For a free download of one of our most popular books, go to www.summitlighthouse.org forward slash radio downloads. At the Summit Lighthouse, our goal is to help you awaken to the light within and discover your real self. Today, thousands of spiritual seekers all around the world are using the universal teachings of the Ascended Masters to make their higher selves a permanent part of their reality. And you can too. The Ascended Masters are the saints and sages of East and West from all major religions and spiritual paths. They have walked where you walk and understand the challenges you face. And their teachings are always practical. By applying the science of the spoken word through verbal prayers called decrees, the masters teach us how to harness the healing power of the violet flame and other spiritual energies to transform our lives and our world. On The Open Door, it is our goal and great joy to bring you Ascended Master teachings that you can apply in your life right now. To learn more about the Summit Lighthouse and the teachings of the Ascended Masters, visit us today at tsl.org and discover how you can awaken to the light within. It's what you're here to do. Remember, tsl.org. The Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Listening to The Open Door, brought to you by the Summit Lighthouse. Please send your comments or questions to webradio at tsl.org. Now, back to our show. And once again, thanks for staying with us. We are The Open Door, and today we're talking about Sana Kumara and the 144,000, and this is the beacon to call them home, if you will. And uh, as we've discussed in the last three segments, we know that there are more light bearers than 144,000. This is a specific number, but again, tried and true souls of light who came to save this planet. We've talked about opportunity. We've talked about free will. Um, and we, I guess I have to ask the question, why would anyone not want to ascend? You know, I mean, at some point, you, you, you realize people have made choices throughout time. To well, go one or the other. Free will reigns supreme. I mean, we keep saying that, but that is the ultimate truth. That's mm-hmm. why God allowed the fallen angels to fall. You know, it was free will. And so, let's say you feel in your heart you're one of the 144,000. I mean, to suddenly have this teaching, this understanding, I mean, it's, it's the most wonderful thing. I mean, how long has it been since you've heard the truth of who you are? But even if you are one of the 144,000, you haven't got a free pass. No. <laughs> Your true. sacrifice was tremendous. Mm-hmm. It was never will never be forgotten by certainly Sana Kamara and others and do that. But because of free will, we've made a lot of karma. 
And so we must come to this path in humility and realize that we've got to, you know, balance every erg of karma that we have. Yes, we have good karma for coming, and that's part of our causal body, but we've got to redeem the energy that we have misqualified if we really want to go home. So, so we don't walk around with a T-shirt that says, you know, got 144000 on it or something to kind of prove to people how special we are <laughs> because um, Shoot, we're never going to get home if we do that. <laughs> you know, we must come in humility, in love, and devotion, and gratitude that God has finally illumined us as to who we are, what we're doing here, and how we get home. So, you know, it's a, it's, it's a, it's a great privilege and mercy to hear this teaching because we say, yes, now I know, and I've got to be about my father's business. And what's my father's business? It's number one, balancing my karma, mm-hmm. balancing the karma of the earth, so that our mission can be complete and fulfilled. As we, again, we start with ourselves. God will meet you wherever you are on your spiritual path, whatever you've done. And believe me, we've done it all in other embodiments, mm-hmm. every one of us. And the masters did, too, before they, they balanced their karma. So we come in humility, ready to take accountability for our mistakes but excited by the possibility of returning home. And, you know, what that home looks like, we know it's where our heart is tied, the vision of etheric cities, of loved ones perhaps we haven't been with for a very long time. So it is, it is very exciting to cons- con- think of this and the opportunity we have, but that's not enough. You've got to roll up your sleeves and go to work. Yeah. You know, one of the things that um, I hear a lot from people who listen to the show who have told me this live is that one of the key components of the teaching is understanding that whatever we do, every thought, word, motive, and deed, is using, utilizing God's energy to create it, whatever it is. Right. And that free will is literally an exercise of God's power to create. So I want to remind people that when you're thinking about what you do in your life, whether you have a spiritual discipline or not, that the energy you use is God's. God is the doer. We've talked many times about being co-creators with God. This is one of the opportunities that Sana Kamara came to preserve for us, right. is the ability to use God's energy to create. So by free will, we're exercising the power to create through, through God's great dispensation to us of free will. But we've got to remember that God is the doer. And so it makes accountability kind of uh, close to home. There's no recess, there's no break, there's no time off. This is 24-7, literally. So when we say things like, I am, we know that that is literally saying God in me is. And I repeat this now because this is one of the linchpins for me of the, the teachings of the path of understanding that we are, in fact, gods in becoming. This is not a light thing we say. This is, this is reality. And, and we can't sort of retreat to being lukewarm. Well, I don't want to go outside of the yeah. house today. I might make karma. You know. Well, that's making karma by not taking a right stand there. for light, for truth, for providing for your family, for getting a good education, for mowing the lawn, whatever it is that are part of your responsibilities. In other words, you know, we're just saying if, you know, if you're those that are lukewarm, God will spew you out. In yeah. other words, you're worthless. So you know, even though we, we engage in the plan of action, we're going to make mistakes. But hopefully the motive and intent of our heart and the overwhelming use of the light and the violet flame is going to make up for those mistakes. I mean, we're not perfect, so God understands we'll make mistakes, but it is the set of our sail and the daily activity. And if we make a mistake, we ask for forgiveness, get up, invoke the violet flame, and move on. But we can't take the path of avoidance and expect to get home either. No, and I don't think we want to, we don't want to condemn the lukewarm because realize that you can be between choices, (laughs) you know, (laughs) that... It's better to be definitive, obviously, be decisive, because that's ultimately where you're going to make most progress. Yeah. Staying in the middle, going into a tuck, you know, kind of being, what was that old song, Pink Floyd, comfortably numb, 
You know, there's no room for that. There's no time for that. We've been comfortably numb for lifetimes after lifetimes. You know? It's time to awaken, isn't it? It's uh, time to get on with it. But, yeah. but isn't, isn't this exciting to it's think It's joyful. About, it's a wonderful you know? thing. Wow. There is an answer. There is a way home. There's something I can do, not only in my own life, but on planet Earth. I can take that next step. And, and can't you just feel the joy and the excitement of your soul? Hey, at long last, I'm going where I need to go. I'm doing what I need to do. And this weight and burden on our souls, and our souls are burdened. Oh, indeed. By our karma, by the weight of, our, uh, of the planet and so forth. Do this for your soul. Do this for God. Do this for the joy and set an example. Your purpose. Set an well, example for others. What can you tell us about the ruby ray? We mentioned it, and it's in the title of this uh, of this uh, this book. But the ruby ray is the path. The pathway of the ruby ray is is what Sana Kamara brought with him. And then we also have ruby ray decrees. And I'm thinking these ruby ray decrees that we do are are very powerful for taking command of our life yeah. for for binding the energies that are less than perfection. And the fallen ones that oppose us in our light. Understanding that God is the doer. We don't, you know, we're just invoking right. the light and the angels carry out God's purposes. Right. But, but again, it's making a difference on the planet. A quick story, if I may. I don't know how much time we got left. Plenty. Uh, you know, in terms of, well, <laughs> all our decrees and we do, you look at all the terrible things on the planet. Do they really make a difference? I mean, right. things aren't exactly rosy. I read something the other day about uh, an Israeli soldier that operates the, the Iron Dome missile system. Mm-hmm. And, you know, God doesn't take sides, but he's obviously want to protect the light bearers wherever they are. And he, there was an incoming missile from the Palestinian area, and it was directed right at the center of Tel Aviv. And they figured this would do huge damage. And so they sent up a missile, Iron Dome missile, and it failed. And the guy said, this almost never happens. So he sent up a second one, and that one failed as well. And this was going directly towards the middle of Tel Aviv. And he thought, there's nothing I can do. They, they even alerted the emergency vehicles mm-hmm. to get there to help people. And he said, all of a sudden, this giant wind came out of nowhere and blew that missile into off the sea. Course, you know. And so it didn't hit Tel Aviv. And so I'm thinking, when we invoke the light and call forth our decrees, that gives the angels the energies to do things like this. I mean, wow. there may be things happening to us every day, and we don't know about it. Yeah. And so it does make a difference what we do. Even though things are bad, they could be far, far worse without the invocation of the light of Archangel Michael, the Holy Angels, the Violet Flame to transmute the karma. So this is a battle, and it's a daily battle. It's one we can fight, and God can win if we'll do our part. Yeah, and once the fallen angels run out of light, then we get a golden age. Yeah, that's right. That's right. (laughs) And and let's be careful not to have sympathy. They always go, oh, poor me, God cut us off. They have chosen this by their own free will to reject God. And the darkness on this planet. Jesus talked continually about the fallen ones. If you read his scripture, and the most ministers don't pay much attention to this, you know, the tares among the wheat, and they have made their choices, and they have persecuted the light bearers for eons, and it's time for the tide to be turned if we will take our stand. I just want to say I, I'm really grateful for the opportunity to tell this story today, Tom. Thanks for for bringing it to the oh. to the surface here. Well, I think that number could not go ignored. I mean, looking at 144, all of us who have been in these teachings for any length of time, yeah, know that significance. I mean, that number is a is a magical number. Yeah, and it might just just you know spark the souls out there that are listening. Well, like we tell people all the time, you know, just try it out. Take a few minutes a day. Do something that is. Violet flame related, whether it's a mantra, a little prayer, something in your heart if you're around other people, but just give it a try. See what it does and focus in those places. As like Sid said, you may not change the world overnight, 
But who knows how much worse it could have been were it not for those people who are holding the balance. It changes the equation of light and darkness yeah. in your life and on the planet. And, and get in touch with us. if you uh, Let us know what you're thinking and, and yeah. if you have any thoughts. Webradio at tsl.org. Webradio at tsl.org. That's right, yeah. I had yeah. to get that in there because, you know, we're, we're running out of time. We're running out of time. We've got, we got another couple of seconds here, though, and want to just remind everybody again, you can go to tsl.org. There's a search bar. Put in there whatever you want. I would encourage you to look at um, Keepers of the Flame lessons. There's a free, lesson one is free. You can download that, try it out. We have online pearls, pearls of wisdom, which are dictations from the masters of East and West. You want to take advantage of those when you can. These are priceless gems of knowledge and wisdom. And uh, ultimately, awaken to the light within. That's what this is all about. Yeah. So I want to say thank you all for being with us again. This has been a special program. Um, of course, it's on archives. So those of you who have friends might want to hear it. Um, Within a few hours, I think it's usually up and ready to go. So the 144,000, it's time to come home. Thanks again for being with us. And as we like to say, though the upward path may be difficult, rewards are out Out of of this this world. world. God bless you, everyone. Bye-bye. Thank you again for joining us this week. Remember, tell your friends and family that they can listen to us live each Tuesday at 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific, and Noon Mountain on Voice America's 7th Wave Channel. For more information about The Open Door and The Summit Lighthouse, please visit our website, www.tsl.org. We'll see you again next week.